Well, thank you for sharing your Thursday evening with me. Well, for the last four weeks, you've been developing loving kindness towards four categories of people, including yourself, a benefactor, a dear friend, and a neutral person. And tonight, we'll be working on sending metta or loving kindness to a category of people known as enemies. And when we think of enemies or the category as enemies, we um, conjure up, or at least in my mind, a person who is a foe, of my family that I have been dead up with for the past, I don't know, nine generations, that somehow I need to avenge, you know, my family honor for or something like that. But luckily, the term enemy is broader than that. What uh, commentators have described this term or this category people um, as, quote, someone who have been dip, who we have difficulty with have anger towards or have fear of usually there is some sort of conflict or unresolved problem with the person so in other words these are our difficult people so for the rest of this evening I will be referring to this category of people instead of enemies. I will be referring to them as difficult persons because I think that it's just a broader categories and it captures um, realistically um, the people we have difficulty with. And I'm the first one to admit that it can be very challenging to send metta or loving kindness to our difficult people. Because after all, there are our difficult people for a reason. <laughs> and it can, um, you know, arise or strong feelings such as sadness or despair or anger can surface and make it very difficult for us to develop loving kindness towards this group of people. So this is why when we start this practice, we pick a person who is mildly irritating or mildly um, um, difficult. You know, somebody that we can handle. We don't want to start with somebody who has really hurt you, somebody who has betrayed you, because that would be like, you know, trying to live a hundred pounds the first time you try to lift weight. And then we slowly open our heart to our more difficult person after we learn how to deal with our mildly irritating or mildly annoying person. And um, when I started my meta practice, I think I spent about three weeks on the categories of self, benefactor, 
dear friends and and um, neutral person, and about eight or nine weeks on difficult persons. And so, if working with our chosen difficult person becomes too challenging, for example, if a lot of sadness or even rage arises, we can always stop and go back to send loving kindness to ourselves, our benefactor, or our dear friends, and go back slowly to our chosen difficult person when we're ready. And we can go back and forth between the categories as as we see fit. So there's really not, you know, no, there, don't force yourself to work with a chosen difficult person when you don't think you're ready. Okay? Any question about that point? Okay. And another tip before we start our guided meditation is that it's a good idea to be creative when we start to send meta to our difficult persons. Try to imagine a situation where we're more likely to have goodwill toward our difficult person. For example, I have a difficult person in my life who is very tiring to deal with because of her passive aggressiveness. So the only way I can send goodwill towards her is to imagine her being far, far away from me, preferably in the next galaxy. <laughs> and in Sharon Salzberg's book, our textbook for um, this course, one of her students said that the only way she could send her difficult person meta is if she can imagine her person sitting in a chair bound and gagged. I thought, that's a good idea. So it's okay to acknowledge that we are not quite ready to work with our difficult person, but we still have some good wishes towards them. Just because we're sitting in a meditation groove, love, working on loving kindness, it doesn't mean that we have to love everybody hold hands and start singing, Kumbaya, my Lord, Kumbaya. Okay, it's your turn. (laughs) So really, when we send loving kindness to our difficult person, what we are doing is to relax our heart and free ourselves from fear and ill will. And we're all working on our own time. There's no need to rush or force ourselves or set up some sort of unrealistic goal that now I'm a spiritual person, so I have to, you know, love my difficult person. No, we're doing this for own sake. Again, to free ourselves from ill will and to purify our mind. 
So what I want to do now is to um, start our first guided meditation for this evening, and um, unless anybody has any questions. Okay. Please close your eyes and find a posture that will help you to remain alert and comfortable. Now that you have arrived, you're free to leave whatever was going on before you got here outside of this room. Just like leaving your car outside in the parking lot. The hustle and bustle of the day, any tension, any stress, any worries, any rumination, try to let them go. If you are tired after a long day, it's okay. Please don't fall asleep, but don't fight it either. Let the tiredness help you to relax and settle in. Being right here and right now. Please take a few deep breaths. As you exhale, please settle into your inner being, to the heart of who you are. Now return to the normal rhythm of your breathing. Breathing in, breathing out. As you exhale, see if you can relax your shoulders a bit, soften your belly a bit, and relax your jaws a bit. In this space of relaxation, imagine there's a row of chairs in front of you. Into the room comes your benefactor. This person has helped you, supported you, and show you kindness in some ways in your life. 
This person sits down on one of the chairs opposite you. You are happy to see your benefactor. In your happiness to see this individual, you can feel your friendly feeling towards the person, your goodwill, your kindness, and your generosity of spirit. It is nice to be here with your benefactor. Then comes a dear friend who sits down on another chair. It's nice to be together with a benefactor and a dear friend. In the specialness of being with these individuals, you relax more. You feel safe and things are good. You find in your joy and delight a thought of kindness, of goodwill, of friendliness naturally arises towards your benefactor and your dear friend. Then into the room and sitting down on a chair is a neutral person. Someone you know but don't know well enough to really have feelings for or against them. They may seem pleasant in a mild way, but you really don't know. Maybe here is a chance to get to know someone you really don't know. You're with your benefactor and your dear friend, and you already feel welcoming of these people being here. Some of your goodwill, kindness, and friendliness towards these people then start to spread out to the neutral person. All three people are embraced by your glowing loving kindness.
and then think about someone in your life who is a mildly difficult person. Let the difficulty you have with this person be as mild as possible. Not a big deal. Maybe just a bit irritating. Then imagine this mildly difficult person also taking a seat in front of you with the other three persons, namely your benefactor, your dear friend, and your neutral person. First, just notice what happens to you when the mildly difficult person is here as well. Now, starting with your benefactor, sweep your attention down the road to the mildly difficult person. Can you open your heart to all four persons? You are not focusing on the difficult person specifically but on all four of them sitting here. Can you find some feeling of friendliness, generosity of spirit, kindness, and goodwill to these four persons sitting here with you? Now, please bring your attention to focus solely on the mildly difficult person. Looking at the person, the person is just sitting quietly, not talking. Please reflect on the following suggestions. 
you can look at this person and consider. Here is a person who is born and went through the challenges of childhood, adolescence, and young adulthood. Here is a person who is mildly difficult, but this person probably had to deal with success and failure. Joy and sorrow, loss and health issues. After reflecting on the foregoing, see if in the privacy and safety of this room and in your meditation, you can begin to open your heart to this person. Please continue for a couple of minutes and hold the image of your mildly difficult person with your mind quiet and relaxed in the safety of this room and meditation. See if you can explore in a way that allows you to feel some basic goodwill and friendliness towards this person. If it helps, see if you can feel your heart area, the area around your chest, or wherever in your body you identify with caring and kindness and feel that part of you. Feeling perhaps the movement of your chest as you breathe in and breathe out. Your breath is moving in and out through this place of caring and kindness in you. See if in the next exhale, you can send a sense of caring and kindness to your mildly difficult person.
If it helps, you can repeat the following phrases silently for this mildly difficult person of yours. May you be well. May you be safe. May you be healthy. May you be at ease. Then please let go of the image of this mildly difficult person and each person who is sitting in the row of chairs in front of you. Each person gets up, bows to you, and leaves. Now, please bring your attention to yourself and bring an attitude of goodwill, kindness, friendliness, and care to yourself. Maybe saying the following phrases of loving kindness silently to yourself. May I be happy. May I be safe. May I be healthy. May I be at ease. Now please take a couple of deep breaths. Feel your body sitting on the chair and your feet planted firmly on the floor and return to this room. When you're ready, please open your eyes. How's everybody doing? All right, any questions, comments, feedback? Yes, please. Oh, oh, my mic, yes. Sorry. 
know, how do you turn this thing on? Ah, <laughs> sorry. Sorry, speak for yourself. Um, is there a time, does this work? Yeah. Mm -hmm. okay. Is there a time that you recommend um, that we should or should avoid giving metta to some, a difficult person, like such as when you've just gotten to an argument with them or just should we give some time between to practice it or, yeah? Yes, perfect answer. And that's why I started out by saying that um, we're doing this for our sake. Don't think that you should be doing it because you're a good person, now you're on spiritual path or whatever. So when you just have an encounter with a difficult person and you're still agitated, then no. Take a deep breath, collect yourself, and only do this when you feel like you are ready to have a sense of goodwill towards a person. Because if you're still angry, where is that goodwill going to come from? <laughs> and or you know if if and um, you know and we were talk later this evening, and in fact, this is a really nice lead-in, is that, you know, when you calm down, and but there's still some obstacles towards sending this person goodwill, there are ways that we can work on to overcome those obstacles, should you choose to. You know, it is your choice. You don't have to do this, right? You know, it's like nobody's telling you you should be sending meta to end to difficult people. You are doing this because you want to be free of the hard feelings, the painful feelings that this difficult person has caused you. You want to let them go out of the greatest love for yourself. And that is the purpose of this practice. And remember that. So that's an excellent question for somebody who's just starting this practice. Thank you for that question. You're welcome. Yeah. Any other questions? Yes, please. Uh, it's not really a question, more uh, observation uh, in myself. Is um, my difficult person is someone um, who's not really making wise decisions, and I had some problem generating meta in the beginning. But then I realized what I what I could wish for this person is to make wise decisions and to be wiser and develop wisdom and um, you know, all kinds of aspects of that. I I, I kind of um, mix that up a little bit in my head, like in my mind, like. Uh, um, different aspects of, of, of wisdom and how to yes, develop that. Yes, that's yeah. very good. And in fact, what you're pointing out is that you are free to be as creative as you want in coming up with well wishes for this difficult person. And one phrase you can use is, may you have the wisdom to discern what is right and what's wrong or whatever you want to come up with. And um, for one of my person is that may you have the 
wisdom to know um, the difference between what is in your control and what is not in your control. You know, so you really can work. You do have well wishes for this person because you, you know, this, you, um, and, but you can tailor it towards this person. And what I gave you is just a traditional, you know, kind of vanilla <laughs> um, flavor of may you be well, may you be safe. But no, when you're working with your difficult person, you can be as creative as you want to. Yeah, so that's a very good question. And then, you know, when we're doing this, you also will find the more you work on this, it really is coming out of your wisdom and your compassion. And so, you know, out of compassion, this person, because you can see this person suffering because this person is not exercising wisdom. So when you send loving kindness to this person, you're also... Um, hoping that they will develop wisdom. So that's excellent wish for the person. Yeah, very well done. Yeah, thank you. Our universal, our human, common humanity, all of us want to be happy and be free of suffering, and that includes our difficult person. And um, so I want to do one last guided meditation that deal with that and then end our evening together. I'm sorry that um, our time together is so short because I love you guys. (laughs) Okay, let's do our last meditation together so um, we can end our evening. Please close your eyes. See if you can sit with a sense of confidence, a feeling of being strong. Let me offer you an image that might help. If a raindrop lands on a blade of grass, it's a big deal for the single blade of grass. If the same raindrop lands on a 500-year-old redwood, It's no big deal for the redwood. As you're here in your meditation, can you be like the redwood, so majestic and strong? Get a sense of yourself being bigger and stronger than all the things that might happen to you. Not to miss... dismiss them, but your self-confidence and self-image are not threatened by them. Let your posture express your confidence, maybe sitting a bit more upright, perhaps allow your chest to open more. In this place of confidence and strength, Breathing in and breathing out without any need to apologize for yourself or feel unworthy that you are less than anything. And ever so gently, 
See if you can relax some of the places that you're holding tension. Perhaps you can soften the belly, soften around the shoulders, soften the muscles in your face, and soften into the rhythm of the body breathing. Now please bring in a benefactor and imagine that they're sitting in front of you. They're looking at you with kind eyes and a warm smile. You can feel their goodwill, their kindness, their generosity, their goodness, and their care for you. See if you can be an open recipient of their loving kindness. Allow their loving kindness to come into you without any resistance. It's almost as if it comes into you and out the back through you. Even allow yourself a little smile as you receive their loving kindness. See if you can let the warm-heartedness to surface, a general feeling of goodwill to come forth from you. It's just here. Maybe it is found when you relax most deeply in your heart. In this space of confidence and goodwill, imagine a difficult person in your life who you're comfortable to work with at this moment. You can be as creative as you wish. For example, this person doesn't have to be right in front of you. They can be as far away that that they're just a dot in the horizon. Please do whatever is necessary to feel comfortable and confident as you continue on your journey of healing and self-love. As you think of this difficult person, Please reflect on the following phrases and see if any of them resonate with you. This person has a body and a mind just like me. This person has feelings, emotions, and thoughts just like me. This person has, in his or her lifetime, experienced physical and emotional pain and suffering, just like me.
this person has some point being sad, disappointed, angry, or hurt, just like me. This person has felt unworthy or inadequate, just like me. This person is worried and frightened sometimes, just like me. This person has longed for friendship, just like me. This person is learning about life, just like me. This person wants to be content with life, just like me. This person wishes to be free from pain and suffering and be safe and healthy, just like me. This person wishes to be happy and loved, just like me. After you reflect on the foregoing phrases, see if you can let the insight of our common humanity and our universal wish to be happy and free of suffering fill your heart. Let this insight and wisdom gradually melt away the boundary between you and your difficult person. As you understand, just like you, the difficult person in your life also wants to be happy and be free of suffering, can you feel your heart begin to open and relax? And in this place of spaciousness and relaxation, can you begin to feel a sense of connection, kindness, or goodwill towards that person? When you feel ready, can you let some of the following well wishes arise for your difficult person? May you be at ease. May you have happiness and the causes of happiness, such as clarity and kindness. May you be free of suffering and the causes of suffering, such as ill will and envy. May you be free of anger, enmity, and bitterness. Just like a pebble thrown into a lake, 
makes circular ripple that radiate out. See if your well wishes can spread from you like ripples to all directions. To end this meditation, please take a few deep breaths and come back to your body. Feel your feet planted firmly on the floor and your body firmly supported by the chair. When you're ready, please open your eyes. Any comments, questions? I included um, the reflection in the review and handout um, that I printed out for you. Um, So if you find it helpful, you can use that in your meditation. And just a couple of concluding comments I'd like to share with you. In conclusion, we choose to send metta to our difficult persons as a way to heal our own heart and to purify our own mind. Monastic in the Buddhist tradition live a very simple life. They usually don't handle money. They have mm, their alms ball, a um, couple of robes, a travel bag, and some medicine. So the Buddha taught them what is wealth for the monastics. And I found it very inspiring. So I want to share this with you as a parting gift, I hope. (laughs) What is wealth for monastics? Here, a monastic abide pervading the East with the mind accompanied with loving kindness, compassion, appreciative joy, and equanimity. Likewise, the south, the west, the north, above, below, horizontally, everywhere, and all over. One pervades the whole world with a mind accompanied with loving kindness, compassion, appreciative joy, and equanimity extensive, expansive, limitless, free from hatred and ill will. This is the wealth for monastics. 
I think this is a wonderful teaching, because after all, what is more important, the amount of money we have in our bank, or the amount of Brahma Vihara we have in our heart and mind? What is the real wealth? What is the more reliable source that will be with us time after time? So my warm wishes for you this evening are, may you have limitless wealth. May you be happy. May you live with ease and contentment. May you be healthy and safe. Thank you.